This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the Detroit Lions. Detroit comes out with their first victory ever, ever in Washington. This and much, much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? Excellent! You know what I'm saying? Welcome, Harry Hog Football, episode number, let me look, 339? Nine. Episode 339 of the original Redskins Fans Podcast. That's number 300 and David Amerson. Amerson. <laughs> Not a very distinguished number in the uh, lore of Redskins. History. Amerson. Amer Amerson Bueller. Josh can't be with us tonight because he's at a who debt uh, uh <laughs> Riley party in uh, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. He's a buckeye. <laughs> Cause he's a big Ohio State fan. And Saints and Bengals. And Redskins. Who said that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> CS Josh is MIA this week. Um oh, I think man. he's just too depressed over how insanely bad the Redskins are. We could have called Dude. Kenny Ken in Canada. He's always ready to put down that Labatt's blue and come onto the podcast. Dude, dude, he he didn't even call us this week. We did get a couple of messages from Will, which were cracking me up, especially when we were talking about who the who the Jack hell. Bell. Who the hell is Jack Bell? He was like, who's Joe Kill Bell? I thought it was Joy Joy Quay or something Joy- like that. And they were like, no, his name, and they were pronouncing his name during the game is like Joik. Joik. It's like, oh, Joy Quay. Well, that's exactly what our defense was. It was a freaking Joik. Oh, can I play a sound that, effect dude, for our defense real quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a toilet flushing? Oh, yeah. I gotta say, before we go too far though, I yeah, have to say they were actually a lot better against the run up the middle. Now that Cofield has a hand, right now he has two hands. I didn't see the rushing yards, but I think they actually held them to under a hundred rushing yards. Not that it mattered because they had like a million passing yards. Josh, how many rushing yards do they have? Oh wait, they had a total of four hundred and forty-one yards against us. Not rushing. Uh, three hundred seventy-eight passing. Which leads us to 63 rushing, <laughs> 2.7 yards a carry. Dude. See, so they they uh, got a little more stout in the middle. Oh, dude, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention a couple things before we started. We forgot our uh, benevolent sponsor, David. No, Desmond Seeley. <laughs> but we also have another sponsor for this week. We do. We have a weekly sponsor. We haven't had a weekly sponsor in a, in a short time, but. Uh, Alex Carter is our weekly sponsor, Redskins fan. He sent us a, a little something-something through our PayPal donation button on our website, harryhogfootball.com. 
That's H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. No he relation a, to a, Andre. Well, maybe. Maybe he is. Andre. Who's Andre? <laughs> Andre Carter. That's right, isn't it? I guess, yeah. Do we make we change so many people's names around and give them new names? It's it's hard to remember what the people's real names are anymore sometimes. Um, and then we have ones like Desmond Seeley, who is our our longtime benevolent sponsor, and then we have David Seeley, who is our first longtime <laughs> benevolent sponsor. Well, Alex Carter just got his new nickname from us, Andre. Andre. So thank you, Andre Carter, for sponsoring <laughs> us. We'll just start calling him Andre or Number Ninety Nine. I just I don't even know what he what he looks like, Andre. I mean Alec. I mean Andre Carter. But I Can't just imagine that Andre the Giant outfit with the one strap. <laughs> what? What? I just imagine some Redskins fan <laughs> wearing that classic Andre the Giant like singlet, <laughs> whatever it's one called. Strap. What are those things called? Spandex. I think it's a leotard. Leotard with a one boob with strap. With the one strap. With the one boob strap <laughs> on it. And he's like, hello. Hello to the Redskins. Well, right now, like Alex. Andre the Giant used to Andre say. Carter. Uh, Alex Carter is saying, that's the last time I send them anything. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> anyway, so no, see, that's what happens when you donate it. So. But in yes, all seriousness, thank thanks for the donation. It'll go a long way to making sure that Harry Hog Football stays on the Internet, I guess. And Airways, episode 339 and counting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, back it, to our subject. If anyone's listening right now, you, you must be a true fair weather, not a fair weather fan, excuse me, because... Oh, yeah, all the fair weathers are just dropping off in, like, droves. Oh, man, they're just disappearing all over the place here in a, here in a tide wada, Virginia. Yeah, and about the only point of optimism that I can come up with right now besides the fact that the defense was better against the run this week. A little a little bit. A little better. bit. Is that um, the, the rest back. of the division pretty much sucks too, except for, well, they even suck. Dallas. Dallas is not good, but they're 2-1 and one right now. And, and, you know. But here was my point of optimism. If we win this week, if, and that's a big if, and Dallas loses, which is possible because I think they're playing the what Chargers. Sure. Then um, we're still only one game out of first place. I know, right? <laughs> as bad as we are, the Giants, I think, are worse. They're zero and three, and and apparently Eli has gone colorblind because he is throwing the ball to people on the other team more often than he's throwing the ball to people on his own team. I don't know what's going on with that guy right now. Dude, I think that the Redskins could win the division at 9-7. and seven. Oh, I think If you look at it that way, then, you know, we still got a fighting chance, but that's the only way we're going to go to the playoffs is winning the division. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, have to, we have to win this weekend. Oh, yeah. We have to win at Oakland this weekend. Yeah, and... You know how pathetic it is? I was looking at the news today to see if Terrell Pryor would be out of the game because of a concussion or not. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't even remember the game. He had to go back and watch film to see what happened to him. How he got the concussion. But he doesn't remember at all. That's bad, dude. Four weeks yeah. ago, we were like, the Raiders don't even know who's playing quarterback. And now I'm like, oh, dude, uh, maybe their starting quarterback won't be playing, so we'll have a chance. 
Well, we might have a chance because we freaking benched Bacardi Rambo. Oh my goodness, that was the one of the other good things that came out of this game. And, and I guarantee you that like, was hat- we went with the set that only used one, one safety. safety, three corners, or something like that. And it was just like, or Bacardi Rambo is you might as well cut him because he is obviously not an NFL level player. Oh my goodness, Emerson, Emerson looks to see like this? he's going to play. No, I hope not. I mean, Emerson is definitely someone that looks like he's improving and he's going to be able to play in the NFL. He this guy, Party Rambo, just looks worse and worse every week. You and then he got hurt. <laughs> Dude, it was it was a breath of fresh air to not see Bacardi Rambo just hanging out, not covering not, anyone. All to not hear the announcers going, and Bacardi and Rambo on the coverage, and Rambo missed the tackle. And Rambo got burnt. Oh, Bacardi Rambo. Look at him get burnt here, Al. Not that a lot of other people didn't get burnt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but I got to say one thing. D. Hall, another touchdown. He's got more touchdowns in the first half than anyone else on our team. I think he scored more touchdowns than anyone else on this team. I think you're right. He might be half. tied for the lead. In the first in half. touchdowns on the Redskins. No, in the first half, the Redskins offense has one touchdown. Oh, in the first half, yeah. And, and he has D, two. D Hall has two. Yeah. Three three games. And you guys know that have been listening for at least one episode before this one. I freaking hate D Hall. And he was like he and Kerrigan were like our best players on the defense. Oh, and they 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 uh didn't they bench the half giant? And D Hall didn't do any stupid plays this year this week. No, he didn't. He didn't do any dancing, waltzing. I was proud he of He still D-Hall. did some of those cushions. He had a good game. He really did. For him, um, considering for him. how bad our defense is. I mean, that's yeah. grasping at straws. It really kind of is. But, I mean, you know, got to give credit where credit is due in this case. For sure. Um, but, yeah. That was about it. Kerrigan has been pretty decent. You know, Will in Maryland, he brought up a very uh, – salient point in one of his phone calls this week to the uh to the harry hog line which is a what 177 harry hog you can call and leave a message vent your frustrations ask us questions yeah and uh go ahead and give us a ring ding ding at 177 harry hog and give us your thoughts yeah yeah we're not going to pick up and be like hello you know you can just sit on there and vent for as long i think it runs for i don't know however many minutes i think it cuts you off out of after three minutes because will of maryland always has to call back <laughs> he called back today i think after a cooling down period oh. he was like, all right did i ever tell you i got that i don't know if it was a tweet or an email or whatever from kenny ken that says he's in for the game you did he said he's in we're, we're gonna get more details on that because i know we're gonna be hanging with will and we need all, th- we all need three of the other guys be- to come out to the game too we're gonna be at the hill bbq um tailgate which is pretty awesome before the for game the, uh, for the dallas cowboy game dallas cowboy game December 22nd. Joke some Cowboys fans with us. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. For real. For real. Even Josh will be. Well, we can't guarantee Josh will be there, but he has like. Bought the hotel room. So he's got he, some skin. He booked the, the hotel room. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a monetary value going on. So that, that, will, that will drive him to, uh, well, drive. And the Hale BBQ guys are really good at joking Cowboys fans through megaphones. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Anyway, that was, go, ahead. go ahead. 
Go ahead. Um, um, I forget what you were talking about. I have no idea. I was talking about how bad our defense is. Oh, and uh, uh, yeah, the half giant. He got benched. Isn't that no? Did they bring no? They yeah they they benched Chet Baker and brought in the half giant for this game. So maybe that made a difference up the middle along with um, Cofield. Cofield having two hands. I think half giant and Cofield were swapping in and out. I think Golston you know, was playing on the end. Well, you know what else they did is they started putting uh giving um old man in the sea, Lendon <laughs> Fletcher, blows a breather blows on the sideline during the game so he could last throughout the uh he could last for so the he could entire, be fresh. He could be fresh for and the end of the 100% game. During the other plays. He had to get some blows. <laughs> he had multiple blows during the game. Apparently. Apparently he had multiple blows on the sideline. So I think um, Shanahan said that guys need to feel comfortable. Um Well, what did Rondé Barber say? I think he said an awful lot of times during that game. Rondé Barber, who, by the way, apparently replaced Tim Ryan with the uh, the J team with Dick Stockton. <laughs> we think it was Tim Ryan. It might have been Brian Baldinger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Tim Ryan. I think it was Baldinger before that. Yeah, because um, Tim Ryan Barber was, was one of those dudes that always tried to give guys that he didn't know nicknames like he was their friend. We like, kind of do that, though. When he was talking about yeah, but we don't talk about him like they're our friends. He talks about him like he knows them and stuff. Yeah. Like, like he's, hey, he's when everyone, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Anyway. When everyone knows that, like, as soon as he walks away, everyone's like, man, I hate that guy. Hey, Zeke, when you were in the A-gap on that play, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about Timmy Tim Tim. Yeah. Well, I think the quote of the week, which was said at least six times that I remember during the game was, well, Dick. <laughs> Ironde Barber. He just kept saying it over and over and over again. And I think the uh, the reviews on everything else he said was mi- were uh, were mixed. And Dick Stockton, dude, uh, Dick Stockton is old, old man in the sea. He is the old man in the sea. Yeah, I don't care that he called that Robert that Griffin Jr. Like Robert Griffin Jr. He always does stuff like that. Isn't he really a basketball announcer? Well, he used to announce with a. Uh, Moose, right? Moose. What happened Moose, to Moose? Moose? Did he get fired? I I think he's still out there. But he used to do uh maybe he got moved up to the C team. Well they they they're in a yeah, they have a different group with Moose and Goose. I don't even know who the straight guy is with their with their trio. Uh but uh but Ronde It's not Troy Aikman, we knew that. <laughs> uh but Ronde I don't even know where I was going with that. Rondé, I thought he was all right. He was a lot less annoying than Tim Ryan to me, but I have seen articles of people saying how bad he was. But well, it's just you know, he's he's just it's his first year. Give him a break. That's why they put him on the J team. But yeah, the Moose used to at least cover for Dick Stockton when he would screw stuff up, and he would just like correct him without correcting him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'd like, be like, he'd "Well, Dick, actually, from the field level, it looked like this." Yeah, you know, that would be Goose. Oh yeah, yeah. But Moose, Moose would be like. You know, Dick would say something wrong, like Robert Griffith Jr., and he'd be like, you know, not just hypothetically, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I thought Robert Griffith III did a really good job," and he wasn't <laughs> saying it to be like a jerk; he was just saying it to clarify for the audience. Yeah. And I'm sure Dick would just nod his head, like, "Oh yeah." Dick didn't even know; it just went over his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway, dude. Seriously. Hey, Logan oh, yeah. Fletcher, the first play of the game, had a nice big sack. 
He did. I'm surprised. He like, did the leg cock that. afterwards too. He did the Canard Lang leg cock. It was, it was kind of a hybrid thing. It there, was like but... a high kick, high knee leg cock, <laughs> with his arms down to the side. Well, I remember the question that that Will posed in a uh, in 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 his first phone call. The fifth and it was something that you, yeah, you and I actually talked about. I think right after the game, or, or earlier this week, we were talking about Arakpo. Yeah, we did discuss Arakpo, and there's been articles about him in addition to Will's thing. And us talking about it. it. So it seems like some people are kind of coming to the same conclusion right now is that he's uh, he's not doing all that great for a first round draft pick. Just kind of saying he's injured a lot. Yeah, he is back from injury, though. So, you know, he's back from a big injury, but he's injured a lot. He can't cover. He can't cover. Kerrigan is. I hate the three, four. I hate Hazlitt. Kerrigan at least can go out and cover well. And Rob Jackson, who will be back for the Dallas first Dallas game after our bye, after this game against uh, Oakland. After we cut Chris Thompson and a couple other guys. Yeah, geez. Rambo, Thompson. Oh, please. Yeah. Who else and, uh, we cut? We'll get to that later. That's good right there. I think that took care of it right there. We got to get Rob Jackson, Jarvis Jenkins back. Rob Jackson can drop back in coverage. We know that because of that pick he had on Troy Aikman at the end of the Dallas game last year. Mm-hmm. And we know Kerrigan can do it. Kerrigan Arakpo, is like the player of the year as far as the Redskins are concerned. So far, so good, yeah. But, man, Arakpo. Where's Arakpo? He's just he's just pedestrian. He's, he's, he's missing a lot of tackles. I don't know if it's over-pursued or he's trying to get back in the rhythm of the game after missing an, almost an entire year. But, man, we... We need to see more from Arakpo. We need more pressure up front, and and he's got to be the guy that does it. Didn't he miss time the year before, too? Yeah, dude. He's been oft injured in his Redskins career. Yeah, so he needs to, like, turn it up. Yeah, it's time for him to turn it up because, I mean, I don't want to call him a bust, but, you know, he was a number one draft pick, first rounder, and he's not really living up that expectation. He had, like, 10 sacks or 12 or 13 or something like that the first season. I'm going to look that up now so I'm not throwing, like, BR at you guys. But They know, you know that they better look up whatever we say anyway. Yeah, it's like, don't quote us on information. It's like, if you quote us on information, you might as well be quoting someone like uh, 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 Colin, Colin Cowherd from, from ESPN because he makes up stats all the time. You might as well be quoting Rant Sports. Yeah, Rant. That's right. Rant is the new BR. Rant, the new BR. They really are. They suck. Just when you th- thought that nothing could get worse than BR, out comes rant. Mm, yeah, remember Arakpo, 2009 first-round pick, 13th pick. He had a grand total of 11 sacks, 9, 9. And then 2012, he played two games. 2013, this year, he played, so far, three games. He's had a sack. Well, still, he said 11, 9, and 9. That's not bad. That's not bad. And, and you know, it might just be that he's got a round into form. And, and after missing all of last year, he might just still, he, I mean, he, he might not quite be in football shape yet. Yeah, so we'll, I'm going to give him a little time before I put past judgment on him. Yeah, yeah. Just like I'm I mean, giving RG3 a little more time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, 
you know, we're three games in and, and every, every offense in the league that we're playing against has figured out just like green Bay did after we sacked him four times in the first quarter, just drop an extra man back in protection and shred our secondary. That's how you beat us. Yeah. Our secondary. And then you start shredding the secondary and then you can run it. Mm-hmm. Although so, they couldn't run it on us this week with a backup, backup running back. Yeah. But he still, did score a touchdown. Still. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, I thought I lost you for a second. It was so cool. I, I I muted my mic because I was I was coughing. I am under the weather this week. Oh. However, I'm still here. I'm like uh Josh. I still <laughs> thought that the defense did a lot better against the run. They I did. Mean, they were there. It wasn't like giant holes, even if Reggie Bush would have been there. There weren't like as many giant holes for them to run through. Well, that's because the half-giant was standing in there. Dude, we got to beat the Oakland Raiders. We got to beat the free... And we lost, I think, the last time we played them because damn Norv Turner was the coach and we were going through that huge karma cycle of of every time we played a team that had anything to do with someone that was on the Redskins and sucked and then went elsewhere and did well, even though he didn't ever do well as a head coach. But offensive coordinator, he's great. I don't know anything about who their coach is now. I don't even... I can't even name them. I don't know anything about. I Oakland. can't even name three. Carson Raiders. Palmer. McFadden. I thought Carson Palmer was there. McFadden. I thought um, Carson Palmer went to like Arizona. He's in Arizona now. And I was like, what about what about Jason Campbell? I think he's on the Bears. He's the backup on the Bears now. I know. Here's who I know from there. McFadden. Who the hell is on Oakland? McFadden, McFadden. Tim Brown, and um, <laughs> Terrell Pryor. <laughs> Is Rock Cartwright still on, on there? I guess we'll find out on Sunday. I think he got cut. He may he may be uh he may be a free agent slash retired. I think Derek Dockery or uh not Derek Dockery, <laughs> um Stefan Heyer, Oddbody. I think he's gone too. Oh man. If they they got rid of all our cast offs, they must really suck. But they still have a chance of beating us. They have a great chance of beating us. You know why? Because of the million. immortal words. Thirty-six so, million is why I'm saying thirty-six million dollars of salary cap space, which uh, don't even get me started. How many? Ah! How many stars could you pay on defense for thirty-six million? Enough that we wouldn't have to be worried about two rookies now, one back there, and we wouldn't have had to bring back D Hall. Well, this is who I'm saying is going to get cut next week to make room for Rob Jackson and Rob Jackson. Jarvis Jenkins, our bookend uh, drug users. I'm thinking. Chris Thompson, who is horrible, cut. Absolutely. And um, no reason for him to even still be on the team at this point. I'm hoping Rambo cut. He won't get cut, but that's that would be a good one. And you know who else I'm hoping for? Who? Oh, I'm don't forget. 84. Niles. Niles Paul. Dude. <laughs> Talk about. Not only are you stupid. <laughs> but then you celebrate your stupidity on national television know, man i don't know where to start on this guy anymore he's terrible the one time he catches the ball is the wrong sure. time for him to touch it you couldn't he catch caught, it in the back of the end zone no but no you no catch no it but two he had a yards great catch before. eight yard yeah eight yards into the into the onside kick reed dowdy looked around at him like what are you doing Golly! All he had to do, we had a we had a great chance to get that onside kick. If Niles Paul would have just ran forward and blocked his guy 
forward and let the ball land in behind him. Right, which is probably what he was supposed to do, but he was just like, ball! Like a damn golden retriever. He was like the uh, dog on um, Up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Squirrel! Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Niles. Niles, seriously. But but the problem right now is that we may be without this weekend, a little leak of the injury report here, we may be without Fred Davis again, and Jordan Reed may or may not play this weekend. All right, well, then we're just going to have to go up. with Niles, Paul, and Logan Pawson. I don't mind going with Logan Pawson, but Niles? He's terrible. Dude, hopefully by the time we get to that point also, we can maybe uh, cut one of our two place kickers. Oh, my goodness. Because, dudes, but I don't know, because Kai Forbath is still hurt. I don't think he's even kicked last time I checked yesterday. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have a update, an update. Well, that could be the only thing that saves Bakari Rambo. <laughs> could be. Well, do you want to go into the O-line report or the injury report here? I don't have anything to say about the O-line report. I think they were all right. I don't remember anything that stood out to me four days ago, except for that the defense was horrible. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I wasn't listening. I didn't hear the music. I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, I really don't re- are, you really are upset. Look, <laughs> one thing that happened on the offense – that I was actually calling for was to let Robert Griffin the third run it once in yeah. the beginning. Everyone was yelling that. And they did it, and I think it bought him some more time back there through the game, I gotta say. And now, then he made like those two bonehead decisions with that interception on the right sideline. Yeah. And the forward butt slide. Yeah, the forward slide, but immediately before <laughs> the forward slide. I was really encouraged because he was forced to turn on the speed, and he had it. He had that speed. I think so, too. I think he's ready to go. He just... He turned it up and got like 20 yards before that. He just gets nervous, probably because people keep telling him, you got to slide, you got to do this. Just let him go out and play and just people shut up. Because look what happens. He's all tentative now. Like on he's that play where, slide, like he's on that, learn to slide. That was absolutely stupid. Well, yeah, but that then there was another slide. play. There was another play where it was like an important third and twelve or something, and he had a guy in the kind of like running a receiver running in front of him when he was rolling out to the left, and he was afraid to run it, and he didn't throw it to the guy and let the dude try to get the first down, but then he didn't run it either. He just ran like one yard and ran out of bounds. I'm like, all right, well, if you're not going to try on a third down, then at least give it to someone that can try. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of that is in his head where people are like, you have to know when to get out of bounds to the point where it's messing with his instincts a little bit. Well, he's going to have to uh, step it up. Yeah, he's going to step. I think he's mentally strong. I hope so. No pressure, no diamonds. Right. He's put himself out there. No pressure, no diamonds. Yeah. He's put himself out there so much. I mean, it's like they've done a 30 for 30 or something on him on ESPN already. He's in his second year in football. So there's a lot of pressure on the guy. Now he just needs to take a step back from all that and start 
taking a step back up on football because <laughs> it's not all going so well now. We'll see Dude, how he reacts. Just, I was just looking up at the uh, screen for Thursday Night Football, and they showed a slow motion of Laurinaitis <laughs> walking around, slapping both sides of his helmet, staring at all the guys on his team. One of two like th- slapping the sides of his face. One of two things is going to happen with RG three. He's going to catch Laurinaitis. He's going to step up and be back, get back to himself, and have an outstanding career. Or he's going to wither under the pressure, and I don't know. Be a bust. I think he's going to be. be good. Personally, could be. I hope so. Still so, think we should have gotten Andrew Luck. I don't. I do. Hundred percent. Although I also said we shouldn't have ever gotten Mike Shanahan in the first place. Well, first of all, we didn't have a chance to get Andrew Luck. So no, we didn't. You can't even really say that. It's not like he was there and we made the decision to get Griffin. We could have gone for him if we wanted to. We could have offered three first rounders. <laughs> no. But dude, in all judging on last year, who played better, it's, Griffin? It's Mike Shanahan's fourth year with the Redskins. We're zero and three. No, you you know who I'm worried about more than him? Hazlitt. Hazlitt. He's horrible. And what's he doing up in the booth where he can't even like yell at people and get feedback from his players about what's going on out there? Don't he's you think he should be down there where his players can be like, "Well, this is what happened," and he can be like, "Well, you should have seen this." He's not. How can you coach up there? During he's the game. always he's always looking like he's like all afraid and everything. So maybe he went up there because he got tired of getting yelled at by the by the players. I don't know. Well, he, he needs sucks. To, he needs to come down there. It makes no sense that he was hired in the first place. He's never even coached a three four defense. They're like, you're going to be the defensive coordinator and you're going to coach three four defense, which you've never done before. Welcome to Washington. It's just asinine. It's like, why is Shanahan making decisions like that in the first place? It's stupid. But maybe he'll get cut this week to make room for Rob Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm Can't they you know, make Raheem Morris the defensive the, coordinator? They sure could. They sure could. The players freaking love him. Why don't they do that? I thought you were going to say, "Well, why does the secondary suck?" Well, that then I did think about that right when you were saying. <laughs> well, I know that why they suck. It goes back to thirty-six million. We were already weak in that position. Stolen. Before yep. we had the $36 million stolen from us. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Roger Goodell. Some of that goes back to the trade for Clinton Borders, but we don't need to get into that. Oh, man. that's We're really going far back now. It's true, though. All right. Injury report. Do we have Do we have music for that? Yes, can, I can think we... Champ Bailey is still injured this week. I'm not sure. He is, as a matter of fact. He gets injured a lot lately, but he's old. And he's good. Do we have Hall do we have of Famer, I must say, and Clinton yep. Borders is not. All right. Champ Bailey and and a second round pick. Just saying. All right, what are we looking for? What music you want? What? Injury report. Seriously. Are you going to go into the injury report? Yeah. Oh, I got time for the pain. the roids. I haven't got room to score points. Well, dude. Well, Jordan Reed has got a uh, right knee issue and may or may not play this weekend. Shanahan was sounding positive, but I think he was sounding positive just to throw people off the scent. Is it officially a tweak? Um, it, it very well could be. That that does seem to be an, an official thing. Um, they're calling it a, a bruised right thigh, 
at this point. I don't know how his knee is healed up and his thigh is hurt, but you know, that's maybe he's going the uh, Belichick way and it's really like his shoulder. I don't know. You can play um, with a bruised thigh. Yeah, sure. All right. Go Kai ahead. Forbath did not practice. Ryan Kerrigan, left knee, did practice fully. Jerome Murphy had a death in the family, did not practice. I guess that means, I don't know if that means he was there, but he didn't practice or he was there and he left. Or he was at the funeral. Yeah. It just says did not practice. That probably means that he went to the funeral, dude. Yeah. Right, well, yeah, but it's just weird. Does it matter? Weird. He needs practice. We don't even know who I, he it is. It does He's matter like, because he needs to be there for practice. Although if he had death in the family, then of course that dude, is an excuse thing. He's kind of like, to me on this team, he's kind of like the uh, the guys in Star Trek that wear the red shirts. No, dude, that's Bacardi Rambo. <laughs> Bacardi Rambo, you know about him because he's so bad, but Murphy just kind of blends in in the background. Bacardi Rambo is the one that gets those guys killed, the yeah. red shirts killed, because he's so bad, but he just lives on and on. Is Bakari Rambo officially the new Daryl Pounds? Dude. He's Daryl Pounds. He is the new is Pounds. The new Daryl Pounds. <laughs> We've got one, folks. A new Daryl Pounds. Oh, man. Three well, at least we don't have season. that and a new Sharp Hordonish. That would have been just that. If if that happened and we went 0-4 going into the bye week, heading to Dallas, I'd... I'd just oh my god! It would just I feel sick already thinking about it. That's we the end. Still of the could injury. go zero and four ahead and end it. Shut up. At least I'll be in Disney World before that. <laughs> Forgetting about it. Disney. Hopefully, I'll be going to Disney World one and three. Hopefully, and getting back just in time to watch us play in Dallas. Yeah. All right, dude. What well, time is that Dallas game? Is that of one or four? The one in Dallas, the one after the bye, yeah. 8.30 at night. Oh, I got plenty of time to get back then. Yeah, but it's a night game. That's bad. And I'm going to be tired from my trip. Suck. Yeah. You'll get back in time, but then you'll have trouble. You're, you're going to struggle to stay awake. Oh, no, I won't. Not against Dallas, I will not. Uh, we'll see. Dude, I never struggle to stay awake. You're the one that fell asleep during that 14-13 comeback with Santana Mall. What? Dude, Josh is not on this podcast this week. I don't know who you're talking to. That is a, that is a heck of a thing for you to say to me. I think it's time for a break. I cut you. Station ID. Um, do I have to go into the whole long break this time? I think we should. I think we should for our sponsor since we uh, didn't do it last week. Okay. For a long time, benevolent sponsor. We'll do this for our sponsor. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. In a world! And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 
2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond CZ2 on Twitter because Desmond CZ1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedom. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Man, we suck. When you were visiting, I totally got you hooked on the musical stylings of Jimmy McGriff. Dude, yeah, you're supposed to uh, be a uh, be a uh, recommending some McGriff for me. Like, uh, what was that one? Hot cakes, fat cakes, fat cakes. I still don't know what that means, but it was a cool song. I think the name of that album I like of his is called Electric Funk. Fat cakes. That it's case. got this naked woman on the front, but she's all like painted with body paint, so it looks like she has clothes on, and it's all seventies looking. <laughs> it's good album. Every time I hear the Hammond, I always think like nineteen seventy. Fat cakes. Fat cakes. Um. Oh, man. Anyway, man. Trey Johnson. What do you have and to say about? And there are more this? words of Trey Johnson, and I wore his jersey this week, hoping for a little change of um, fortune. From wearing the Robert Griffin III jersey that I sported the first two weeks. It didn't help. But in wearing Trey Johnson's jersey, we have to quote him. It's the most famous quote of all. Man, we suck. We suck. Yes, yes we do. Yes. He didn't. He had himself a couple of really great years with Washington when we sucked. He was a hell of a pulling lineman, man. He would go downfield and just eat people alive. I love Trey Johnson. He was a great player. <laughs> He's a good player. Speaking He's a good of. player. Oh, I know you don't want to talk about it, Aaron, but I'm bringing up the, uh, the name the Redskins again here before we go into the games and the kicks. Oh, my goodness. But I'm bringing it up for this reason. Number one. Joe Gibbs was at some kind of fundraiser or something last week and was just like, we should not change the name, period. I've never, ever heard the name, the word Redskins being used in a negative context ever. My entire life growing up in North Carolina, never, ever. No one's ever used it as a bad word. It's the Redskins, the football team. It has a different meaning now. That's what I said. And he's very adamant about it. And then you read the article that... uh the post linked to from Rick Riley at ESPN that pretty much was just like, yeah, that was a good Peter post. who died made him freaking King was, was it was the exact opposite of what he was saying where Peter King was all like, I'm not trying to make a big deal about it. I'm just saying I'm not using the name anymore. And then he was on the radio for like two days straight and on TV and then wrote like an extra article for sports illustrated saying exactly why he wasn't doing it, even though he wasn't making a big deal out of it. Whatever. It's just a personal choice. Fine. Whatever. Well, it's the whole and and another thing. Recently, Goodell was like, "If it offends one person, we should listen to that argument." It's like if we listen to the argument of the one person who's offended by everything out there. 
I mean, think about it. I have thought about it, and that's why I don't pay it's attention like, to politics. It's ridiculous PC over at the top. I mean, I've I've said on here a couple of times already. I don't have a problem if we end up changing the name, if that's the direction the team goes in, as long as they don't change it to something stupid. But but the more I'm hearing about stuff and the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why should the Redskins, which is a positive co- context for this word, why should the Redskins have to change their name because less than 10% of the native population of our country doesn't like it? when 90% of the native population of this country does like it. Why does the 10% minority have the right to, to dictate what the rest of us are cool with? I don't understand it anyway. I don't see what the big deal is with the word. I mean, the word what Oklahoma color is your skin? Is oh, it's, a native. it's red. The word Oklahoma is, uh, this is a quote from, from the Post. The word Oklahoma, I think it was Choctaw for red skin. People of red skin. So if we have to change the name of the Redskins, Oklahoma is going to have to change the name of their state. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's, I don't see it, anything negative about it anyway. If you're describing the color of a skin, I mean, that's what it looked like to people. What are they supposed to say? I don't understand. Well, I can see how people would say that because it's like you can't you you wouldn't want to be like, hey, that guy's a white skin or a black skin. But that's not the context that Redskin is being used in. Well, I know, but I mean, they do. do. You know Every single government forum asks you what your race is. It says black, white. Native. They're Inuit. not allowed to say black or white anymore either. I think I think technically it says Caucasian, which is weird because I don't think any but of my... But still, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means white. Yeah. Who cares? It's a stupid word. There's nothing yeah. negative about saying that. Well... My point on the point it that is they're that asking nobody, it I don't know it. anyone who has ever used the word redskin in a negative way to describe a native person. I've never met anyone who said that. I've never heard anyone that said that. And apparently 90%, according to multiple polls, 90% of natives of this great country of ours are supportive of the name. And there is like some evidence of linguists that say that the origin of the word redskin came from the native american people themselves. Dude, that's what i was saying the word oklahoma is a choctaw i think is what they said was a choctaw name it's basically says people of red skin oklahoma so if people have to change the name of the Redskins, people have to change the name of the state of oklahoma because it's just as offensive if it means people of red skin so, yeah, well, you know, it's 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 starting to bother me more and more. It bothers me anyway just because you know, once we start telling people what they can and can't say or name things or how you're Because a very very small tiny minority has a problem with it. Well, yeah, or you know, you're going to start telling people they can and can't say things. That's kind of not very free country in my opinion. It depends on what they say. I don't think what I always comes back to me is I never have. It, it's not a negative word. It's a word that has been embraced and become a positive. It's a positive word. It's a positive description of a football team. It has nothing to do with a negative term towards natives, even though there's like seven Native Americans that say they don't like it. For every seven there are, there's like 17 or what, 170, I think would be 
roughly the math for that. Roughly, that's a little bit of Josh math there, but you guys get the point. I mean, there's if other things. Nine too. out of ten natives are cool with the name. Then why is it even an issue? Hey, I'm hey, I'm offended by the name Yankees. <laughs> Especially when we went to England and people were calling us Yanks. We're like, I'm from the South. <laughs> that offends Southerners. It does. It does. Some Southerners. Maybe. I don't really care. I mean, I'm so kind anyway, of jo- Joe I'm kind Gibbs of was joking, but still. I yeah. Mean, what's the big? What about like the Saints? What about the that fighting might, Irish? Saints that might have. Uh, that might offend the Muslim people. because. What about not... the fighting Irish? What about using the name Padres to describe a baseball team? Yeah, fighting Irish. Like, that's saying that all Irish people fight. They're violent. And everyone knows all Irish people are drunks. Come on. Shh. And what about... these stupid people. And what about the... Um, <laughs> Patriots. I mean, that kind of cuts on the people that are not... Uh, you know, that are, are they saying first that generation people, Americans aren't as good as the other Americans in this country. Oh, yeah. That's like saying, are people from Washington State not patriots? Yeah. Are people from, well, people from Texas aren't patriots, but are people from. And what about the Cowboys? I mean, that's that's a negative connotation having that crappy football team named after <laughs> people that settled the West. And there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge debate. And what about I didn't the want Wizards? To bring it into it. That's Wizards. Kind of, that's that, kind of pagan, and I'm, you know, kind of anti-pagan. So pagan. that offends me. Aaron doesn't like pagans. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we've made a bit of a debate about it once again, but you know, it's it was good to see Joe Gibbs be like, no, we should not change the name at all. There's nothing negative about the name whatsoever. It has nothing to do with a negative connotation towards native people of this land. <laughs> I, even I'm with though, Joe like, Gibbs on this, I know. Um, yeah, even though, and it, it, to me, it just keeps going back to the thing. It's like nine out of ten natives in multiple polls are okay with the name. They're cool with it. It doesn't even matter to me so much of how many out of ten aren't. It's the point that Joe Gibbs is saying, and that's the reason why nine out of ten are okay with it, is because no one uses that term negatively. Right. If people were using that term negatively, those Native Americans' entire lives, then more than one out of ten would be upset about it. Yeah, I highly recommend going to ESPN and, and looking up the, uh, the article by Rick Riley um, about this. If you guys out there in Harry Hog land, harryhogfootball.com. Yeah, he, he got Not, real, uh, real, oh, um, man. He got real uh, deep there at the end with that whole reservation stuff. He sure did. I was he just sure like, did. oh, trim. Oh, yeah. It was it was pretty much a Peter King suck it article right there at the very end. You know what I was offended He's by? like, dude, you're a white guy from Massachusetts. Who are you to tell Native Americans what they should and shouldn't think? You know it's what like, they... why don't we talk to Native Americans like my father-in-law? And his father-in-law is like, I think it's great. You know what I'm more offended of? The fact that the NFL was able to break the law and collude against the Redskins and the Cowboys and get away with it. And steal $36 million from us and $10 million from the Cowboys in salary cap space. And and get away with it after they approved it. Yeah, that bothers me a whole hell of a lot more than worrying about what the hell the name of the team is. Yeah, maybe our senators and whoever else in Washington that should have better things to do could at least look at something that, you know, is illegal. Fix that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, let's move on to the games and kicks then. Now that we've gone, we've gone real deep on that one. Though. I don't know why you always had to bring that up. I brought bring it up. I brought it up the podcast. I no 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 no. That do not do not give me a Josh connotation on that. I brought it up because I wanted to say how Gibbs stood up for the name very very strongly, according to the Washington Post, and was just like, we should not change the name. You want to know what else Here. I'm offended about? That's that's the reason I brought it up. Peter King, and the fact keeping, I hate Peter King. Peter King keeping Art Monk out of the Hall of Fame for so long. Who died and made him like the the most hallowed sports writer in America? I don't understand why people think he's so awesome. I've never understood it. I don't either. Anyway, here's what I'm going to the game. Cut, dude. That was like Michael now, Irvin yelling at the crowd. Ever elusive Game Ball Award. All right. Yeah, Peter King, dude, one more note on that. That was like Michael Irvin yelling at us Redskins fans, and we were like yelling at him that he sucked and everything when he was on the studio set at the Hall of Fame when Art Monk and Daryl Green were going in. And he was like, I see, he like wrote a handwritten sign to hold it up because he couldn't talk because we wouldn't shut up. He was trying to pacify the crowd and it didn't and work. Security was trying to get us, like all of us, to leave. I mean, there were hundreds of us over there like yelling at him. Um, some meaner than others. Most of us were just like, oh, you saw a cowboy. I mean, a few people were over the top, of course, but that always happens. There's always a few idiots. Um, but he held up like a handwritten sign on his notepad. He was just like, I supported Art Monk going into the Hall of Fame. We were just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like we're going to fall for that. I know, right? You probably cowboy. Yeah, yeah. But I supported him, but I supported him. He was afraid he was going to get brought out on a rail, dude. <laughs> route out, route out, like like all, <laughs> like in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Well, dude, I tell you, you know, I worked for a couple summers near there in that part of Ohio. That is that is a kind of a racist part of town. I've seen more Confederate flags in Eastern Ohio than I've seen in North Carolina. Oh, so Peter I'm just King saying, would fit in there then. I'm I'm just saying, you know, sometimes Northerners really try to be a little uh holier than thou about racism and i'm like dude ohio is a racist eastern ohio is a racist place just saying kind of like st louis and their football team they're pretty racist fans <laughs> you'll never let that go anyway i'll never let that go i was so shocked by that i was like how can you talk about that player like he's so bad when he's so awesome oh because you're racist <laughs> oh duh my bad speaking of st louis Almost had a no hitter the other night. Ah, oh, jeez, man! The Nationals, as soon as they fell, as soon as they fell out of the playoffs for good with the wild card, they they have really folded up the tents. But they at least got a hit, kind of. Well, Ryan Zimmerman got that that barely he hit. It. He crushed it in the infield. Oh man! Well, they were on a heck of a run. They the Nationals played this September. They played like they should have played last September. And they played last year like they should have played this year. It was like an exact opposite if you take the two seasons and compare them. So we hopefully next year that. they're going to do the whole thing the right way. Well, next year they'll play fine because I'm not going to get the ticket. Well, they're going to have a new manager too. That's going to be interesting. I'm not getting the ticket, you know, because oh, whenever I get the ticket, they suck. Yeah. Anyway. Well, by the time, by hey, the maybe time. I should stop getting the Redskins ticket because I've been getting it for the last, what, 12 years? And man, we suck. Anyway. Game balls. 
All right, I'm going to go ahead and give my game ball to Pierre Garçon for one play in particular where they had to get this first down. It was a very pivotal point in the game. He caught the ball about five yards shy of the first and just fought and fought and got the first. It was nice to see the heart there. And it's interesting because you, uh, you were a Pierre Garçon detractor at the beginning of last season and the middle of last season. No, I just thought he was being a wuss. <laughs> because he had a toe. Because he had a toe. <laughs> I can get you a toe. All right. Anyway, this thing's running kind of long. Who are you giving yours to? Uh, that's what she said. Um, my game ball is going to D'Angelo Hall. No way. Way. No way. Way, dudes. Way. Excellent. He, I mean, he scored. He. <laughs> He scored a touchdown. Scored a touchdown again. And, you know, I mean, he's Feaster fam and he's Deion Sanders style, not Daryl Green style. But, you know, that was a spark that we kind of needed and it didn't work. But he still, he had a good play. I mean, he read it perfectly. He baited him and read it perfectly and, and, and snagged it. So He also had another nice play on Calvin Johnson in the end zone. Not that it mattered on that drive, but Calvin Johnson. Where he knocked that ball down right in front of... Calvin Johnson, right at, the, right at the corner by the pylon. Remember that? Dude, that's a, Calvin Johnson, I know I've said it before, but he is still the best player I ever saw live in a college game playing in Charlottesville. That guy was just a beast. He was the best player I saw live last week. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. Him and Joke Bell. Joke. Joke Burleson, who broke his arm the next day in a car wreck. Saving a pizza, allegedly. Is that what he said? He was trying to, like, grab a piece of pizza or the pizza box sliding on the seat or something. I don't know. I think it's a load of crap. I think he was, I think he was drunk driving or they something. They said there was no alcohol involved. Well, did they test him? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on the poor guy. He could have just been coming back from a game with a pizza. <laughs> just because he's a football player I'm not going to assume that he was drunk coming home from a party alright fair enough fair enough point made alright I still think he was drunk I think. Uh, who is Josh's drunk. game going to uh, that's easy Josh's game ball is going to go to Robert Griffin III <laughs> because and we dude, haven't even mentioned in the podcast dude, really and we're 50 minutes in well, we 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 had mentioned the lowlights, I guess. Yeah. Um, he had I mean, an awesome was, pass to Aldrich Robinson. Right. And Aldrich Robinson let it hit the ground while it was still moving around. That wasn't Griffin's fault. No, it wasn't. He put it right there. I, it was nice. See, pass. that's the thing. I think Griffin's going to be fine. He's just got to get his confidence in his game. He's got to get his football shape back up. Between that play, if it would have been a touchdown. And the play where he scrambled and ran, if he wouldn't have fumbled, we'd be like, man, he's back. Just from yeah. those two plays. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm sure that Josh would have said, my game ball goes to Robert Griffin the third. I mean, junior. I mean, the third. Because he was 32 for 50. That's pretty good. 326. Yeah, he's thrown for over. How many yards rushing did he have? Because I was interested on that one fumble play. It had to have been like 20-something. Yards rushing. He had Josh. How many yards rushing did he have? He was six for thirty-seven. It's not bad. One fumble lost because he still can't slide. Except for that, but, but still, I mean, he's rounding back into form. He is. He really is, and I, I'm not that worried about it. I think, 
I think we're going to get better. It's just that our secondary is freaking horrible. And we yeah, knew in order it. for us to win, we have to score a lot of points. A lot yep. of points. That's what just sucks is that we knew this was going to be a problem all the way. Like the beginning of last season, we knew this was going to be a problem this season. And there's nothing has been done except for drafting Emerson and Rambo. And no, and that other dude that got injured, Thompson, Philip Thomas. Philip Thomas. Okay. All right. Yeah. That fair guy, enough. And that guy dra- was drafted Biggers. higher than Rambo, wasn't he? I think so. So and we got Biggers. We got Jose Gums, who has yet to make the active roster. Give him a shot. Why not? Oh, speaking of, do you have transactions on here? Because I saw we lost our um we lost that Xavier Nixon guy to the uh We did. I forgot about that. Who signed him? I forgot. He got signed the, the Colts. Rams? Colts. Rams or the Colts? I think signed it was the Colts. Him, Colts signed him to their active roster. And we replaced it for, with some other unknown dude. Scrub. Yeah. Let me let me find that real quick while we uh let's roll into the kicks. All right, you find that while I roll into the kicks. It's time for, for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Sweet Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Kenny Ken in Canada. <laughs> Kenny Ken kick you in the balls in Canada. Oh, by the way, yeah, dude, we need we need a uh, need to confirm see if he's going to be meeting up with us at the stadium. You know what? Time. We don't have a nickname for Kenny Ken, but I think his name just sounds so catchy. It is. It's it, he doesn't need a nickname. Kenny Ken. Kenny Ken. Um, the transaction, yeah, Xavier Nixon, Kenny Ken, the Canadian active roster, and uh, we we signed a man named Troy Kropog. Okay. Well. Who's also an offensive tackle. Troy Kropog. All right. Probably the last time you'll ever hear his name. So who are you giving your kicking the balls award to? Troy Kropog. For real? No, I, I really, I have no idea. There's so many people to kick in the balls in this game. Um, I'm not giving it to D. Hall. I know a couple of you guys are probably thinking that. It's like, oh, he's going to give it to D. Hall because he always does that with him. It gives him a game and a kick. You, this time, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you try to offset the kicks. But I do. One thing but, One thing I want to point out before we get into the kicks hmm. is Alfred Morris had that nice 30-yard run for a touchdown. I was about to say, I think Alfred Morris is going to get my game ball. You, you guys know I love me some Bam Bam Alfred Morris, Sir Alfred. Right. He had a 4.9 average. He only ran for 73 yards, but he did score a touchdown. 4.9 is pretty good. 4.9 is a very good average, and he had that 30-yard run. I mean, he looks like he's fine. He's just not getting the ball enough. Yeah, yeah. Because we keep falling freaking behind. All right, anyway, go ahead with your kick. we got to hurry up. Um, Kicking the balls. Well, I'm going to give mine to Kai Forbath because he's about to lose his damn job. That's all you could come up with in this whole Everyone else sucks so game. bad. I can't pick out like one sucky dude. Right, um, well, Chris gonna, Thompson. Chris Thompson. I'll give mine to Chris Thompson. Well, I'm going to give two then. All right. I'm going to give one, both of them on offense. Niles Paul. I left dude. that one for you. All right. We already mentioned the onside kick. We know you love you, Niles. Where he jumped Niles up Paul. and caught it after eight yards and acted like he had just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
And Reed Dowdy looked at him like he was a freaking idiot. Then he dropped that ball in, the, that. in the corner of the end zone where he probably couldn't have pulled it in, but maybe he would have. If he would have caught it, he might have got his feet in. Well, you, if you remember with him, with the touchdowns he caught last year or the big catches he had, almost every single one, he never caught it on the first touch. He always like tipped it and then brought it in <laughs> or tipped it and dropped it. Like the guy has hands of stone. And yet, on that onside kick, he was just like, bam, yeah! <laughs> Maybe he was just excited because he actually caught it. <laughs> anyway, all right. He was there's... like the camel on hump day. He's like, yeah! There's him, but I got to give one to RG3 for that interception on the sideline. Yeah. The slide, and then the play that I mentioned where he had a dude that had a shot at maybe getting a first down, but instead just ran out of bounds on third and 12 or whatever. Yeah. So hopefully this week I'll be able to give him a game ball, though. I haven't given up on him. He's still my dog. He is your dog. You were on board before anybody. All right, now what about Josh? Josh is kicking the balls, goes to Lyndon Fletcher because he had to take breaks. On the sideline. And he, he, had, had, he had to get blows on the sideline over and over. And he only had one sack for seven yards. I expect more from him, dudes. On the first play of the game to set the tone. <laughs> Didn't matter. Ish. Set the anyway, tone. is that it? Does that round it out? Um, do we have anything else on the itinerary? I don't no. know. Next game's four twenty-five p.m. at Oakland in the uh, in the Coliseum that apparently keeps leaking sewage into the dugouts and the dressing rooms and coaches' offices and stuff. So hopefully that won't happen this weekend. Hopefully not on the field though. It was, dude. Did you see pictures of the dugouts? No, and I don't the, want to. From from the uh, sewage. That flooded out of him the other day. Oh man, maybe it was just the infield dirt, but it looked nasty. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Send us some email, RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. You can also tweet us at HarryHog, H-A-R-R-Y Hog. Give us a ring a ding ding one seven seven Harry Hog and leave us your thoughts. Venting, joking, whatever you want. Sometimes we'll even put some of that on the podcast. Once again, shout out to our sponsor of the week, Alex Andre Carter. And of course, <laughs> Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Because Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked. Hacked. We'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully, we'll yep. be 1 and 3. Hopefully, we'll be 1 and 3 next week. Yeah, and I don't maybe know what Josh will be back. We don't know. And I don't know what we're going to do about the... Oh, yeah, I'll be able to do the podcast next week because then I'm going to Disney World during the bye week. You All right. love Disney World. Oh, yes. I love, love that mouse. <laughs> you love you some Polynesian Village. He's a rich mouse. <laughs> I think the stock goes up for Disney every time I step foot on property. <laughs> anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. Yes, sir. And if you see a Cowboys fan... You know what to do. Even though we're 0-3, you still need to... Joke Joke.